Thank you. I have been invited to speak to you tonight on this glorious Christmas Eve to regale you with the tale of the Blue Carbuncle, a Sherlock Holmes tale set round the festive season and one of the more light-hearted adventures for the <coughs> master detective. I will instead be recalling events from a couple of Christmases ago in the year 1900, when in this very city I witnessed firsthand the most strangest of events, where cadavers took the streets of their own free will, where a strange young man and his companion came out of the night and disappeared just as quickly. Tonight, ladies and gentlemen, I will tell you the story of a man named Alistair and the fear on London streets. It all started with the arrival of Professor Slingblade's Circus of Wonder and Amazement. They set up camp in Trafalgar Square, their tents and wooden carriages surrounding the statue of Nelson. Come one, come all, come see the magic and mystery within the heart of Professor Slingblade's Wonder Show! Prepare to be amazed! Prepare to be shocked! Prepare to be scared as you travel into the dark heart of God's creations! Their brightly lit torches shone into the night underneath the gas lamps and cloud-filled skies. Young and old wondered at the strangest of creatures. Some walked among the crowd whilst others were locked away in cages. Hidden behind these curtains, you will see the strangest beasts ever known to man. The Amazing Mermaid! Very impressive. An ingenious deception where the girl's legs are wrapped inside a constructed tail. Yes, quite obvious, really. You can tell by the bulge in the tail where her feet push against it as she lifts it up and down. Proper mermaids don't have them. So you're saying that mermaids really do exist, but that isn't one of them? Yes, and they very rarely wear clothes. There's not much call for them when you spend 99% of your time underwater. <laughs> I suppose not. Plus, just underneath the ears at the top of the neck, there are normally a pair of gills. Small, but necessary to help them breathe underwater. Of course. Everybody knows that. Excuse me, but are you some kind of expert on mythical creatures? You could say I've had experience with them. Personal experience of the mermaids. Strictly professional. That's fascinating. Uh, my name is Conan Doyle. You may have read some of my work in the Strand magazine. I had this idea for a story involving a mythical... Within this second cage, the sweetest treasure from the Orient. Not just one... But two beautiful pairs of eastern eyes. But they only share one heart. Behold, the beautiful Gemini. What's your explanation for that? There are instances of Siamese twins being born and surviving. He's absolutely correct, my dear. There are several strange sights to be found among the tribes in the jungles of Africa. And even stranger things where I come from. So you keep telling me. When can I see them? In time. In this, the final and most deadly cage, we bring you the most terrifying creatures imaginable. Watch them as they feast on the flesh and bones of living animals, neither truly alive or truly dead. They were discovered roaming the deserted islands in the frozen wastes of Nova Scotia. I give you the walking undead. Are, are they? I'm sorry to say yes. Now that is the worst variety hall makeup I've ever seen. 
No, don't. Keep away. They're no more living undead than I'm Dr. Watson. Nothing but music hall acts trying to pull the wool over our eyes. Keep away, sir! Even though they feast on animal flesh, a living person would do just as well. Don't be ridiculous. I have it on good authority that your circus is fake. I know an expert who can expose all your tricks, and these are... Stop them! Get him away from there! Alistair! Must have passed out with all the activity. I remember waking back into my home. A young woman and a pale stranger were both with me. A cold cloth mopping my brow. Although still quite drowsy, I could hear parts of their conversation. Is he going to be okay? For his age, he seems quite sprightly. You know what I mean. Will he be infected? What if he is? There's plenty more humanity on this planet. One won't be missed. I'd miss him. One man can make a difference. Providing no saliva got into his wounds, all should be well. How can we tell? Let me see. Well? Looks clean. Uh, He was lucky. What are those? Come in. Oh, Mr. Doyle, whatever's the matter with you? Is it one of your headaches again? Uh, no, my dear lady, I've I've just had a shock. The circus overwhelmed me. What can I do for you? It's John Green from the Star. Something's occurred downtown, and he thought it might pique your interest. My old friend John Green, a small chubby-faced man with a slight left-hand lean, regaled my guests and I with the strange facts that the Circus of Wonder had been ransacked. undead and several members of the circus, including Professor Slingblade, had all vanished into the night. Get back! Get back, I say! Get back! I I warn you! were flooding in of overturned carriages and horses running wild, scared for their own safety. The apparent incidents were officially down to the heavy snow which had fallen in the past hour. (laughs) Whoa, boy, what is it? What's wrong, boy? What spooked you? Something in the road? Ah! 
As I sat on my couch in my drawing room, there was a worried look upon the face of my guests. Pale man dressed in black looked out from my window, barely moving while his companion continued to dress my wound. I could see that, like me, she wanted some kind of answers, but they wouldn't come freely. I had my housekeeper make up a fire to keep out the winter chill. Thank you very much. It's gone cold all of a sudden. That's the winter nights, my dear. Unfortunately, the only things we can guarantee here in London are the foggy and cold nights. <laughs> That's no laughing matter. It's the worst possible weather on a night like tonight. What's that, old bean? What's wrong, Alistair? We need to get away from here. Is it the zombies? Do you think they were real? I know they were real. I thought I'd left them safely locked away. I should have known better. should have guessed that some of these meddling mortals would go searching. Mortals poking their noses in where they weren't wanted. Wait, what are you saying? That you've met them before? You could say that. Stop being so obtuse! Your melancholic enigma routine doesn't work on me! What's going on? Please, let me in. I created them. In the old times, after Rome, I wanted to know more about certain brain functions, about the nature of certain creatures within the realm. What are you doing? Why am I here? <laughs> what is that? I was too impatient in those days, too eager to learn and watch. The only way I could find answers was to watch from start to finish under my own conditions. Transformation. Wait. Wait, please. What is that? What are you doing? Answer me! Don't just stand there in silence! It was very educational, particularly when I learned that the chemicals were making it much more than just another zombie. Zombie Mark II. Next step of the evolutionary ladder. Uh, man. I couldn't destroy it. Even when it infected two more, it was so unique and precious. Like my own child. So, you entombed them. In a remote location, hoping nobody would ever find it. That's utterly preposterous. Such a story only dreamed of by the new science writers like Herbert Wells in his tale of Dr. Moreau. Oh no. What is it? Stay back from the window. They're here. They've come for me. Is that Professor Slingblade from the carnival? It was. They're inside. What are we going to do? Will they not see reason? I don't think they're very good listeners. Mrs. Chambers! There's nothing you can do for her. The scream subsided and we heard the slow approaching footsteps of something shuffling up the stairs, slowly followed by something else, then another, and another. There was a knock at the door took us all by surprise. What's that? I would say, a knocking at the door. But, zombies don't knock. Normal zombies don't knock. 
Mrs. Chambers, she wants sanctuary. Don't open the door. You don't mind me saying, you'll start for revolting. I agree. Talk to us, pale man. It asked for you. Yes, I heard. We wish to speak with the pale man. They're very well spoken for cadavers. I didn't choose just anybody, you know. There's no point in testing brain functions on people with low intelligence. That's horrendous. That's progress. Talk to us, pale man. What do you want? You made me. You left me to die. I want to know why. Because you'd outlived your usefulness. So why not discard me at the source? Why not kill me yourself? Because I couldn't. You... You were a new life. A superior enhancement, my creation. Then you will lead us. Let us claim lives of our own in this realm. I don't think so. If you will not lead us willingly, then so be it. Alistair, look out! We can't hold them, they're too strong. Arthur, to the window, it's our only hope. It's nearly ten feet to the ground. Yeah, just go to the window. If you insist. As I looked out of the window at the street below, the cloudless sky allowed the beams of moonlight to shine down the freshly fallen snow. A dull oak spread up my spine and I could feel myself losing balance. Suddenly everything went black. Hold on! I can't hold this much longer! What's happening to Arthur? Exactly what I hoped. Let go and get behind that sofa. Now! on his arm. When you were dressing the gouge wounds, further down the wrist were wolf bites. And you knew it was a werewolf? I used to have a mobile made of werewolf teeth above my cradle when I was a baby. My father was a man who liked to tell stories, especially if he thought he was in them. (laughs) You look so cute. I've never seen a wolf with a mustache before. We're going to need to clean this place up. Maybe we can convince Mr. Doyle it was all a vivid dream. Who are you going to get in contact with to clean this up? I know some people. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. 
Now, if you will indulge me, I would like to read you a selection from my new work entitled The Hound of the Baskervilles. You've been listening to Alistair and the Strange Case of the Christmas Undead, written by Mark D. Renchild. Featured in the cast were Jim Barber as Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Kathy Ranella as Kristen, Derek M. Cook as Professor Slingblade, Chris Williams as the lead zombie, Gwendolyn Johnson Woodard as Miss Chambers, Bill Hallweg as the cart driver, Eric Busby as the circus guard, and David Alt as Alistair. Zombie voices performed by various members of the audio community. Music provided by Midnight Syndicate and Kevin McLeod. This episode was produced and directed by Eric Busby. Post-production by Eric Busby. This has been a Darker Projects production. Happy Holidays.